Hello. Welcome to Gastrointestinal Talk with me, your favorite host, Emma Russo. Today we'll be discussing tapeworms and how they affect your digestive system. So, what are tapeworms? Have you heard of them before? Well, I'm going to explain to you a small summarization of what they are. So, tapeworms, scientifically named cestoda, are parasitic worms whose bodies are long and flat. They can even grow up to 80 feet and live in an adult host body for up to 30 years. I'm just warning you now. Do not get a tapeworm. Take all precautions. They can grow and produce eggs inside your body, which can attach to tissue and even your intestines, which can cause inflammation, irritation, and cysts. Okay, so what digestive organs do they affect? Well... They affect all of them, just to let you know. So, be very, very cautious with your food. So, cestoda, they can cause infections in the tongue within the mouth of its host. It can cause swelling in the posterior of the tongue, drooling, and gingival bleeding. The tongue is vital for chewing, swallowing, and talking. The gingiva in your mouth provides protection for the teeth to defend against microorganisms. The oral cavity is a more rare place for infections to form from tapeworms, but it's still really possible. I read a few articles on this one guy who had, like, an infestation of eggs and larvae inside of his mouth, like, all over his mouth. And it was just so gross to look at because they're literally living things inside of your mouth, like, infesting your body. That is disgusting. Okay, so, moving on. Tapeworm larvae, when ingested, can invade the gastrointestinal tract right away. Eventually, when parasites die, they can cause inflamed masses inferior to the mouth, including the esophagus, stomach, and intestines. The esophagus transports food to the stomach. Inferior to the esophagus, tapeworms can create blockage in the stomach if they grow large enough. Blockage can cause intense, severe pain and vomiting. The stomach breaks down food with digestive acidic juices. In the small intestine, tapeworms can sucker and attach to the tissue, which can lead to infections such as Escariasis. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I'm not the best at pronouncing things, so don't take me for that. Um, what else? They can even absorb the nutrients from the food digested. The small intestine aids in digestion while absorbs the nutrients from digested foods. Moving on. When the cestoda releases eggs, the larvae can migrate inferior to the small intestine. They could migrate to the the large intestine, liver, eye, and your brain. Those things could be taken over your mind and you wouldn't even know it, man. Okay, those larvae could also attach to the large intestines and tissue walls, causing inflammation. The large intestine absorbs vitamins, electrolytes, and water from your digested food. So, moving on, the liver. The liver is where the tapeworms larvae typically form cysts. 
but they still can form cysts other place in your body. The tapeworms can cause liver problems and cause diseases. The cysts possibly occur on the right and left lobes of the liver. I researched this about a, like over a dozen times and I still couldn't find a correct like answer. So I'm guessing on where they are in the liver. It's just my greatest guess. So the liver processes nutrients from the small intestine. Bile from the liver also helps with digesting fats and vitamins. Moving on, the tapeworms, when big enough, could grow even bigger to block the bile ducts, which carry bile to the liver and gallbladder superior to the intestines, which carry digestive juices to the pancreas. The function affected is the common bile duct, because that's how you're bile gets through. The gallbladder stores the bile until it is needed in the digestion process. The pancreas can be affected by tapeworms as well. Tapeworms are not an uncommon cause of pancreatitis, especially in disease endemic areas, yet it is rare for tania, which is an infection or disease caused by tapeworms to cause acute pancreatitis. The pancreas produces enzymes that break down sugars, fats, and starches. Tapeworms aren't really found to affect the anus, but it's how you can tell if you do have a tapeworm. You can get stool samples, stool sample tests, to tell if you do have a tapeworm. The anus sends signals to your brain to tell you when it's time to excrete stool. So, diets, I haven't really found any that include with tapeworms because all tapeworms do is eat the food that you're ingesting. So, treatments and testing. Testing to determine if you have a tapeworm could be blood test, stool samples, and x-rays. So, some treatments. Some don't need treatments because... They just excrete the worm, usually, but if it does get bad enough, you will need treatment, such as biotrilicide, albenza, and alenia. So, the six steps in digestion are ingestion, propulsion, mechanical breakdown, chemical digestion, absorption, and defecation. So... Ingestion takes place in your mouth because you're ingesting the food and putting it into your body. So that takes place in your mouth and somewhat of your esophagus because you're ingesting it in your body. So propulsion, that takes place in your esophagus because that is the voluntary process of swallowing and then voluntary process of peristalsis, which moves food through the digestive tract, which is moving the tapeworm through your digestive tract. So, mechanical breakdown. Mechanical breakdown takes place in your mouth, chewing and eventually swallowing the tapeworm. Chemical digestion. Chemical digestion would take place in your stomach.
Chemical digestion involves the breaking down of food into simpler nutrients, which would be taking place in your stomach, small intestine, and large intestine. Absorption, that would be happening in your liver, pancreas, So absorption, that would be absorbing So absorption, that refers to the movement of the nutrients and from the food absorbing it in your body. That would take place in the small intestine and large intestine because it's absorbing those nutrients electrolytes and water and vitamins all into your body which the tapeworms actually block because they um take it for themselves because they're stingy so the last one the last step in digestion that would be defecation which would be taking place in your anus and your rectum because you're excreting your stool which can include tapeworms and tapeworm larvae and eggs so that's it that is my podcast and i hope you enjoyed tune in next time for the next subject that we have i will be doing another podcast so if you enjoyed this come on back have a nice rest of your day stay safe peace out